even if it, if you fail, I can respect that so much. And this, I don't, I don't think it's a fail at all. I don't think it's dope. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sugar Crave Show. I'm back, back from my busy self. Um, I've just been gone finishing up projects. I recently co-produced for Angela Mona. Um, shout out to Angela. She's fantastic singer, friend, amazing artist. Um, and it was actually one of the first projects I ever co-produced. Usually I produce most of it or it's considered like a collab with someone else. But this project itself, it was really cool. I didn't do really much. It was more of a like sound designed um, little bits here and there because most of the track was already there. And uh, mixing, I got to mix her vocals and I've been doing a lot of that. I've been mixing for a lot of people, which is fun. I think it's a great thing to do besides production. For instance, if you're just feeling not creative. Um, and, and at that time, I felt... I was just getting more in the technical side of my mind and I just haven't been creative lately. As you can see with the videos, I haven't done a video for a while because I just haven't had um, really that creativeness, that drive to do it. Um, m most of it has been more on the technical side, like how can I perfect the podcast better visually? Um, you know, sound quality too. Um, and this past couple months, I've been really kind of perfecting my technical side of everything, whether it's like organization. I think it's really good for us producers to get in that side as well. You know, it's it's not bad to get out of the creative side and get more in the technical pur purposes, um, besides like music production, like even just making an Excel sheet for your music, like... Recently, I made an Excel sheet just for the beats that I sell. So I have like a checklist of like, okay, the cover art's done, stems are done. It's just all these like little check marks that you can do to keep yourself organized better. Because before I was just like a mess. I didn't know if I had the artwork or I did have the, you know, all the stems. Did I zip the stems? Did I get them in the right format? So yeah, it was just these past couple months has just been really kind of, you know, perfecting the technicalness of myself. And, you know, I highly, highly recommend that for you guys. Just do that, you know, especially if you're feeling like if you have a writer's block and you just want to get juices flowing, you know, learn a new compressor, learn, um, learn how to create a drum bus learn how to how other people mix their drum bus or how you know how to you know create a plugin that's like one of my goals too um in my career just to create a plugin but i don't want to create any other type of plugin like a you know some shitty ass driver or you know chorus effect i want something that just it would not only would help my own production but it also would help others because it wouldn't make sense if you made a like a plugin just for you know 
just to per, just the for the idea to have one, right? I would want to create a plugin just, you know, that I will use and some, you know, some of you guys will. So that's definitely in the near future. But yeah, this week has just been crazy when it comes to like creativeness. I've just been so, you know, the juice has been going. And, I, and you know what I think? It's been, I've been going back to listening to music. Um, Recently, I was listening to that Paradise Again album that Swedish House Mafia just released. And oh my God, it's, it's so great. I love what they did when it came to the, the structure of the whole album. Um, I actually made notes for this because I was going to do a breakdown and this could be the breakdown itself that um, I just love their their whole structure of the whole album. Um, as you can see, uh, I, you know, I'm a huge fan. I've done a couple videos and people really enjoy them, which is so cool. Um, I love breaking down music, um, especially Swedish House Mafia recently. They've been creating the most, like, so off them, but in, I don't know, it's like a weird, like, I think in my notes, let me, let me actually pull it up. It's funny. I, like, I call it dirty progressive house. (laughs) If that makes sense. It's not like clean progressive house like back in 2012. It's like dirty, it's grittier. The bass lines are so much heavier now. Um so there's some 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 of the songs on that album itself has been like simplistic but like simple like simplistic but enjoyable, right? It's not like Oh, here we go. Another kick, clap, you know, generic bass line. It's, there's like variations of, you know, percussion tops. Um, and just, I just fuck with it so much. So let's, what we're going to do is we're just going to break down all 17 songs right now. Cause I might do a video of one by one of my reaction, but I think it's just be like a whole fucking two hour you know, video rather than just being like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. So, um, let's go start with the first one time by, um, I think Mape. Yeah. Mape. So Mape, she's so cool. She's actually from, um, she, I think she was born in Rhode Island and, um, her, her mom and her dad's Swedish. And so her mom moved them to Sweden just to get out, you know, of the area that they were and she's so dope she's got great music too but i what i love about time which is a great starter for this album is that it it really sets the foundation of the album right um my first note is like it it just sounds like a dirty progressive house track it's it's so cool i think they it sounded like they detuned her lead vocal Maybe like a couple semitones. I, I I don't know, but it sounds so sick. I love that kind of that old school R and B, you know, churchy vibe with vo- what people have been doing in house. It's just I I love that. It, it, sometimes it could get overplayed in the tech house world, but 
I don't know. I I just I still fuck with it. It's one of those things that's like so enjoyable to listen to. So I feel like that was such a great starter for the album. And then you go to Heaven Takes You Home um, by Connie Consistent. And she, amazing, amazing what she did. Um, the What I like about the, I think it's the production. It's got like this kind of like a piano house vibe. It's very like uplifting. It's, um, I love what they did with the like the it's like almost a breakbeat but they do it in in between the fills and you know and for me i love like drum and bass like breakbeat it's just so it's cool when you can do it in a tasteful way and they did it with this track it was you know one of i i just love those little details in a track to, that makes it not unique because people do it as well in other production, but it just sounds, it sounds better than just, you know, a kick and a clap, right? And, you know, hi-hat. It just, it's nice to kind of give it like that roll, especially if it feels natural. And this definitely feels natural. Jacob's Note, which was really, really cool because when you, I just love the piano. It's, it just sounds lovely, sounds luscious. It just sounds, um, um, like heavenly in a way. And, um, <laughs> I sound like a wine connoisseur right now. Like I, I, that's why I feel man with music. I just feel like it's so tasteful sometimes with, especially this, but why I love what they did with Jacob's note, it goes into the intro of moth to a flame with the weekend, which I fuck with so much with the album. When, when people make an album, a legit album, and it's consistent, right? It's cohesive. And that felt so natural how the fuck they do that. So we go to Moth to a Flame, which is such so dope. Um, it's, it's, I like that dark 80s vibe, which fits with The weekend so much, but also with the Swedish House Mafia as well. So that dirtiness of that the synthesizers the bass oh it's just so heavy and then especially like the weekend's vocals it, it just it's killer it's very killer it's one probably one of my favorite tracks of the album um probably number two but later on i'll probably reveal my my number one um okay so after that we go to number five it's mafia so mafia mafia um i'm a bit iffy i like the track itself, but it kind of reminds me of a res track. It has that resy vibe. <laughs> that makes sense. Resy vibe, but it's got like a res vibe. It's, it's got her like rhythm. Um, it's, but what I, I dig about it is the hi-hats. Just the, the, the sound, the rhythm of how they did the hi-hats. I love it. It's, it's, it's doesn't sound traditional hi hats like like a you know close and open it, there there's something that they put into it and I love it I dig it that was it's weird because that was my favorite part about that whole track um, in Mafia but okay so we move on to number six Frankenstein with ASAP Rocky fuck yeah this was so cool I was I was thrilled when this came up. 
because I was like, okay, cool. They're not just going to make a dance, you know, dance album. They're, 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 they're trying to push things. They're trying to, you know, you could tell with, especially with the, um, moth to a flame, you know, people still think it's dancey, but I think it's like dancey pop. But with this, with ASAP Rocky, I thought it was so dope to get him on the track. Um, despite the shit that he's going through right now, it's just fucked up. It's just crazy. It just, it's been, it's been a wild ride for him, <laughs> wild ride for Sweet House Mafia. But I think it's a dope ass track. You know, the overall feel of it, um, it's just, it's, it's so cool that they're experimenting with different genres. They're not just strictly doing hip hop. They're not doing house music. They're not doing progressive house. You know, they're, they're exploring their, their sound, their, their, their abilities as musicians, as producers. And dude, I, I fuck with that so much. Even if it, if you fail, I can respect that so much. And this, I don't, I don't think it's a fail at all. I think it's dope. I think it's sick. Especially ASAP Rocky. Don't go mad. Um, what I like about it was that the organ, the organ, the beginning of it, it's kind of like, it's weird. I don't know why, but it reminds me of that track, Call Me with Eric Pritz. I don't know why. Maybe it's the same, like, you know, with Eric Pritz is like, I don't know. I just, to me, it sounds kind of similar or the same rhythm. Um, But maybe that's why I like the track because it kind of reminds me. And that's a fucking sick ass track. So go check that out. Um, And that call me track. So, Um, okay. So after that, we go to number eight Paradise Again. Paradise Again. It reminds me of a of a film, and I enjoy that so 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 much. I love when artists and producers and just singer songwriters can convey a song as like a movie, like you could paint it already. And so, for, for me, I love it. When I mean how they can portray it in a movie, there's an intro. There's you know. Like introduction, like when you first watch a movie, you're you're trying to figure out what are the pieces in the beginning, who's who, who what, you know, who does what, and what's the problem, and that's how I felt with Paradise Again. I felt like there was a point of the song where you're trying to figure out what's going on, right? You're just like, all right, strings, it's mystical, and then it kind of carries into somewhat of the chorus or pre-chorus and you're like okay I kind of get the gist of it I'm understanding of it and to me it felt like I don't know like you're walking through a forest right and or you were just dropped off in the middle of the forest right and you're trying to escape and then so you're going through obstacles you're going through you know trees and trails and trying to figure out where to go you smell something you look at things you see the moon you try to picture where where you're located and then finally at towards the end you see the light right you see the house you see the you know the safe area you feel you feel relieved and that's how I felt exactly with this track I felt like you were stuck in the forest and you're trying to get yourself out of it right but you're trying to figure out where to go where 
where it will take you. And I think paradise again just made you feel that way. All right, so going to number nine, Lifetime. You guys already know how I feel about Lifetime. I have a video on YouTube that you can check it out. I fucking love Lifetime, especially Ty Dollar Sign. Ty Dollar Sign is the dopest, dopest singer. It's one of my top 10 singers. I think just fantastic how, you know, just his lyrics, his, his, his vocal range. I just love how you can put that man anywhere, right? And he'll sound great. And so I respect that track. Um, it just, it was just refreshing from all their previous releases. So when they when they released that months ago, I was just like, "What the fuck? This is like so not Swedish House Mafia. This is so you know original." And it was just, it was sick. So go check out the breakdown video. You can watch the full one. Um, but yeah, that's it's one of probably actually probably my favorite track. Really, to be honest, it was it's one of my all time favorites. Okay, so calling on number ten. What I like about a portion of this track was this this alarm. I know this probably sounds so fucking random, but they have like this alarm kind of like rhythm and the sound and it was so cool, especially with this like the church voice, church vibe and I don't know. I really, really dig that, that you can implement those two things that sound completely crazy to be together but they 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 did it in such a graceful way that it just sound tasteful finding an affordable recording studio to rent is quite difficult now these days a lot of them are requiring you to pay a minimum of $50 up to $250 an hour. But luckily I came across this great recording studio called Pirate Studios. They have tons of mini studios in one facility. And what's so cool about it, they're all around the world. They have one here in LA, couple in New York, and quite a bit in Europe. These are great facilities. They have everything that you need microphones, keyboards, monitors, interface. All you need to do is plug in the USB to your laptop and you're ready to go. Luckily, I have a referral code for you guys to use. So if you put promo code RAUL600435, you will get credit and also I will get credit. Once again, this is an amazing studio. I think it'd be great for you guys to check out and let me know what you guys think of your experience at Pirate Studios. All right, we're going to number 11, Home. I like how they put this song in the album because it, it, by far I think it's one of the chillest songs that they have on there. But if you go to the halfway mark, there's this like weird kind of like percussion. To me, it sounds like birds flapping their wings. I don't know what how to describe it, but that's how it sounds to me. It sounds like birds flapping their wings. Um, but in a percussive way, <laughs> I don't know what they did, but that was, that was so cool. I thought that was the coolest part of, about that track. Um, and at the very end, I look, I really like this like chucking sound. Um, it almost sounds like a guitar chuck. Um, a very like seventies kind of groovy vibe. And I thought it was dope that they did that. And it felt, you know, felt right, especially since a ch like it's a chill track. So now you have like a kind of like a funk, slow funk chucking to it. And it, it was just really cool. It's one of the really cool tracks. Um, okay, so number 12 gets better. I did um, 
a breakdown on this track as well. I really liked it because it felt like like a warrior track. I don't know. I felt like if I was gonna like a Kill Bill, like you know when she's in that in that dojo and fucking just slays all these ninjas. I just felt that. I felt like that song could be in there. Um, and the the fucking cowbell at like a minute 24 that fucking threw me off and i thought was the sickest thing when they put that um i think it's a cowbell i don't know what the fuck it is but it sounds dope as hell all right coming in at number 13 red light i dig this because you know of course you know they're djs you know they're quote-unquote edm producers and they kind of you know with this album, they, you know, it wasn't like a typical EDM uh, album, but it was cool that they added Red Light to this um, album because it's, to me, it sounds like an underground rave track. Just that sound design to that in the beginning, it, it sounds like you're in the club. Like you're like, for instance, you're like checking in, checking your ID, you're going in and uh, you, you know, it's just like that booming from the background. And I, for me, I, I think that's so sick when um, producers do that uh, just to create a, a, a imagery in your head. Cause you know, with audio, it's, that's what's so great about audio that you can have that ability to paint a world to somebody or to all your listeners. Um, and they can all imagine you know, million different scenarios. So to me, that, 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 that's how I felt. I felt like I was going to an underground rave and in the beginning and it just, it's one of those tracks that I really dig it. Cause it kind of, um, you know, it kind of feeds your, your expectations and your, your love for them too. You're like, Oh great. You know, I can't wait to hear this live at a club or a festival when they're playing. So, and then, okay, so 14, Can You Feel It? I like the simplicity of it. It's very tasteful. Um, the riser. I think it's cool how they use the riser in the beat. Um, you know, because typically in the dance world, you use a riser to build it up, right? To, you know, for the build up and then you drop the drop and then drop, you know, there's no riser, but it, it's cool. It kind of sounds like Axwell riser. There's like a video out there on YouTube. Um, I think he teaches the, I don't know if it's Axwell. It's some DJ that shows like you can, you, you can make this like, you like a universal, like universal riser. I think it is Axwell. It's basically, there's never ending. It just keeps going, keeps going. You never reach to the end of it, but it sounds like it's escalating. It's the coolest fucking sound design ever. So go check it out. It's on YouTube. I don't know if it's Axwell. It might be another producer, but um, fucking let me know on the comments below too because um, I would fucking love to say, see that again. So, okay, cool. Um, we're going to go at 19.30. Uh, coming at number 15. I dig it. Cause this made me feel like if I was on shrooms and I was in my hospital bed and I was feeling, I was hearing my heartbeat. This is the track that would resemble that. Like it was cool. It, it just sounded like a heartbeat monitor in the dance, in the dance track. It was just like, you know, dee, dee, dee. it was just really cool. 
what they did with it. And it, it, if, if I were to paint a picture, that's how exactly it, it would, um, I would imagine it'd be. All right. So command number 16, another minute. Um, okay. So with this track, it was cool. I like the electric pop-ish vibe. It was, it was different. It's, it's, because we're coming, we're coming to the, this is the second to the last. So I think it was really good placed in the album because it was very chill. It was, um, it was like, you know, like when you go to see a DJ live, right? They have their mix, right? So intro is very kind of like, you know, to get you started. And then, the, you know, the meat of it's usually like, you know, 10 or 20 minutes minutes in their set so depending if they're doing an hour set it'd probably be you know yeah 10 minutes or 20 20 minutes in there it's, it's the real shit that they're gonna play so for this it was cool that they put this track in there because if you know you can it felt like okay cool we're slowing down we're we're towards the end of the album but um i love what they did with the production the pitch bending with the synths um i dig that especially how smooth it was you know sometimes i think my issue sometimes with ableton is when i do those pitch bands i tend to go a little too schematic or too i don't know sometimes you know too obvious in a way and this was it was nice it was kind of a lush pitch band which is um it's cool and i you know i like to like listen to that and study that because I was like, okay, maybe maybe I can try that in my production. And it's just one of those songs that's really good to kind of break down, especially for um, sound design and production um, outline, if that makes sense. So, And then uh, last but not least, um, last but not least, For You. For You, um, it's, it's beautiful. Honestly, it's the most beautiful track to end, <laughs> uh, I sound like a, I don't know, I just, I, 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 dude, I just, I fucking, I'm just so happy that they, they end it in such a right note and such a, you know, great title for you, for the audience. Um, who knows if this might be the last album that they're ever going to make. So it's like, it was such a good, this track was such a good send off to, to end the album. I mean, I just love how they mix the vocals. The the stacks on it, it, it just sounds so lush. It almost sounds heavenly. It's weird. It's almost like you're meeting Swedish House Mafia in the gates of God, you know, gates of heaven. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, come on, you know, come with me. You know, it just, it feels weird. It kind of reminds me of um, Happy Gilmore when he's like at the last hole and you just see... Um, his uh tr- his instructor he's like it's all in the hip it's just like he's just like happy thoughts happy thoughts and that's how i felt with this song it was just like it, it was the end but it's not the end forever right it's you know we're we're still together and stuff like that so it was it was cool and at a minute and 46 seconds the change up there was so sick i was not expecting that because you know in in the intro you just sound like oh it's very luscious and stuff like that and then boom it goes to like a like a you know going back to dance and it was i love that i thought that was so sick that what they did and i don't know man this this album 
I think it was such a great album for them um, as creatives, as producers, because um, it just, it, it, it inspired me a lot. It inspired me to try new things, try to not just go for one style when I release a bunch of tracks. Maybe try to push things. Maybe, you know, do a dance EP, but also throw in like, you know, Afrobeat or something like that. I don't know. It, for me, it just, it, it inspired me creatively. And I, I, dude, I just love Swedish House Mafia. Man, I just, they, they're just, they impress me all the time. It's especially Singularity, like Axwell, Sebastian Grosso. They just like, those two guys, they're just fucking great, man. They're just, they're, when they were doing the, their own duo, um, they were, they were great as well. And, and it, you know what I mean? It just, I don't know. It, all three of them are great. And none of, they all bring something to the table, if that makes sense. And I just, I, I, I dig that. I, I really dig that they can all be together and bring, you know, their own unique style to it. Um, and it just, it's one of those things that it, it's so cool to see in three men to do that. Right. So you like, you're like, man, you know, if I, if I can not just three men, just three, you know, I don't want to be like, be like that. It's just it, it, three genius combining into one project. I think it's so, so cool. And there's tons of projects, duos. Like, Corella's another duo project that's fucking sick. Um, but these guys, it was it was cool because everybody was expecting something, right? We were expecting, um, you know, the whole, like, don't you worry, child kind of vibe, right? And it just wasn't like that with this album. And it's cool, man. I, I, I dig it, and I respect that so much. And it just, it's one of those things is like, you, it's one of those, albums you gotta study you just study 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 as a producer you gotta study it and just admire it and as a you know as a listener you just enjoy it and you experience it and you just can't wait to see them live and enjoy that moment with them and with your friends and especially the your, your friends that have no you know they have nothing to deal with this like world of like festivals or dance world. It's it's cool to them for them experience and be like you know especially the bass that's in at the festivals. Um, I know they're performing at Coachella and they it's so cool, man. They, their their board was so fucking sick. They had you know CDJs. They had like the I think they had like the machine. Um, uh, native instruments. I don't know. They had like so many like drum pads. They had like sequencers. Oh, that was so sick. That like, that was one of the cr most creative ways to do a DJ set, right? Um, but there's other producers. I'm not saying that they're the only guys that are doing it out there. There's tons of out there. But it was so cool that they they did that um, with the weekend as well. And so um, that was that was sick, man. But overall, I really love the album. You know, you guys let me know in the comments below. Fucking just you, you decide which one's the best track. By far, my favorite one ha has to be the Ty Dollars track. That it, it just, I just love it overall. It just sound design quality. You know, has you know, 
great artists in there. So, but you let me know in the comments below which one's your favorite out, you know, favorite track from the album. And um, yeah, guys, that's pretty much it for today. Um, I don't have I have some upcoming tracks not this month but the next month i should have a couple i have respect with angela i was co-produced on that and yeah guys i, I just can't wait to do more videos and I, I just appreciate you guys' love for the channel especially you guys checking out my breakdown videos let me know what break what track i can do next i fucking i love i love doing those and especially if you guys have your own tracks and remixes i'm totally down to um check it out um i might do on my patreon i might do like full-on like live stream just for my patreon um members live stream um breakdowns of tracks and we can all listen to it and think you know share our thoughts about it and i, I just love that shit i just want you know a community with us together just you know shoot the shit and talk about music i i could talk about music all day but all right guys well, that'll be for it for me today, and I'll see you on the next one.